You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Get ready for a frenzy. Bring them out, bring them out. The Fantasy Frenzy. What's up? Welcome inside Studio 34 in Midtown Manhattan. It's the Fantasy Frenzy on FNTSY Radio. I want to thank everybody for rocking with us today. Over the next hour, turn the page a little bit, get ready to talk some fantasy baseball. I want to talk about some consensus first base rankings from fantasy pros. And then Matt will give us the corresponding ADPs, see how we like that. We start to put a little bit of strategy together as we head a little bit closer towards pitchers and catchers, pitchers and catchers, pitchers and catchers. I like the sound Got of it, that. Jake. Yeah, yeah, so there you go. Matt, we're going to lean on you a little bit today. I haven't started doing any drafts yet. I know Jake hasn't uh, got to his rankings yet, but I will bring the all-in kid, Jake Seeley, in now. Jake, what's going on with you, my man? What's going on, Corey? Yeah, I can definitely talk about it, but we're getting too deep. I haven't dug it. Like, actually, you know what? I can talk about all of them. It's just if you're going to nitpick between 9 and 10, it's gonna, I, I can't tell you that. may not be able to get that deep today, but Matt <laughs> Medica got us no. covered. Wall Street, what's good with you, my man? Well, it's a good day. Pitchers and catchers. I like the sound of that, Corey. Uh, I'm excited for this weekend to pass. So let's let's be honest here. I want the Super Bowl week to be upon us. Yeah, I'm looking forward to Super Bowl week too. And then we have Olympics. We have pitches and catches reporting. Mm-hmm. You know, spring hopefully on the horizon. I did see one report out to NBA. Right. I don't know. Who's reporting already? Hmm? Who are you talking about? Who's Who's reporting already? No, we said pitchers and catches. Uh, said Super Bowl yeah. week upon us. Then we have the Olympics, and then pitchers oh, and catches. Oh, okay. Report. I, I thought you were okay. I got confused. Mm. I was like, somebody showing up already? I mean, that's damn early. It's like a month early. In my mind, I'm on the field. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but all right, They're all right. I got out you. there already. <laughs> I was confused there for a second. It's like that's the best part about Valentine's Day for single guys is that pitchers and catchers report. Well, that's good too. <laughs> Depends on how you want to uh, shake it up, you know. So there you go, pitches and catches report. Round was, was that day. a joke? Shake it up? I kind of no, no, I didn't. I just said, I just said that. No, I, did, I didn't. I didn't say that. I didn't mean it in that manner. All right, so um, I'm seeing some reports that the first pick has been made in this NBA draft, and that Kevin and LeBron James took Kevin Durant. But I yeah, but I've seen that. Awesome. But I haven't confirmed that anywhere. So, I think the undefeated tweeted that this morning, a little bit earlier this morning. Uh, was it undefeated? I saw Skip Bayless's tweet. I saw that he said why he shouldn't take Durant with the first pick, but I don't know if it was, a, it was actually made yet. Really? What, what, what did Skip say? I don't. I didn't click on it. It's <laughs> I, don't care. I don't care what he has to say. I, I really don't. The only thing that I told you, the one time in probably the past five years, I was amused was the other day where he did that self-congratulations thing to himself about congratulating LeBron, congratulating himself. Like, that was funny. That was the one thing I was actually, all right, well done, Skip. The man is not, the, 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 the man is not, uh, is not a fan of LeBron James. I mean, one of the real nasty tweets he had when Gordon Hayward went down, he was like, oh, now LeBron will have another reason. Uh, here's a reason why LeBron won't um, lose. Well, something, something real nasty that he tweeted. But, yeah, the, the undefeated about an hour ago did say with the first pick at King James takes – at KD Trey right. 5, so um, I don't think I the undefeated right. would just put something crazy out there. I heard last night, I was telling Mr. Sussman I was earlier, I was watching the NBA Countdown show last night, and as they were going to break, I did catch Brian Winhurst. I don't think he knew his mic was hot. He said that there was going to be a conference call, I believe either last night or today sometime, I guess it's happened already, where the players would make the picks between um, Curry and LBJ. 
we come back I have to get ready to talk Oh it's T.I. Thursday When we get ready We'll start to talk about Some first baseman It's the Fantasy Frenzy On FNTSY Radio Playing daily fantasy basketball this year? Consider Daily Roto your go-to resource. Whether you play on DraftKings or FanDuel, Daily Roto's customizable projections, podcasts, strategy guides, and lineup optimizer will help you compete with the pros in a fraction of the time. With a team featuring millionaire maker winners and live final champions, there's no better place to get your NBA DFS content. Better yet, you can save 10% using the promo code FNTSY. So go to DailyRoto.com premium and learn more about our awesome product. Football, I mean, excuse me, Fantasy Frenzy, FNTSY Radio. Football part is over for the most part. Got some NFL talk coming up for you in the next hour. I mean, excuse me, a little bit later on. There's no next hour. The next hour is the BFF. <laughs> so that you won't be hearing me on that. I'll be making my way towards my um, home so I can um, get prepared for other stuff I got to do, get ready to be watching some senior bowl practices. Love the senior bowl practices because, like, a lot of general managers will stop by the booth. And they'll talk about different things. So we're getting some of the, a little bit of that stuff later on. Some of the things I heard while I was in and out of sleep yesterday with the um, senior bowl practice on. Will you be wearing a Kelly Green shirt when watching it? No, I did not have on a Kelly Green shirt. I'm on a white T-shirt. I was, <laughs> I was in the crib. I was making sloppy joes. I was good. I was in ah, heaven. Sloppy joes. I was there in you heaven. Go. Yeah, I was in heaven. <laughs> Jake, you a sloppy joe guy? Yeah, I'll go down with some sloppy joes for sure. No doubt. Man, Where are you on the whole Durant thing? You you like the fact that LeBron took him? Oh, I, I like the fact that LeBron took him. I, I would have did that. My my third theory was I, I wasn't going to let Steph walk away with the whole team. I wasn't going to do that. So I would have went Kyrie. I mean, excuse me, if I'm if I'm LBJ, I would have took Kevin Durant first, and then me and Kevin Durant we'd have put it together. Add the rest of it after that. What about you? Oh yeah, hundred percent. Just to split them up, and then you have the two most dominant, unguardable football players together on the same team. Absolutely. There you go, right there. And then I Steph think it's fake news, though. <laughs> I, LeBron James took uh, James Harden this morning. That's what you heard that too. No, I, oh, you did this morning. Yeah, that's right. When we did our draft, he thought. And then so if I'm if, if I'm Steph, I think Steph is going to take Giannis. So then Braun will probably have a chance to put Harden on the team. So. It'll get interesting after that. Then if I'm Steph, I go Kyrie. But then who, who knows? We'll figure it out. I'm quite sure there'll be leaks throughout the course of the day before they announce the full roster later on tonight. I think tonight is a TNT night. That is correct. They should have televised this. They're too worried. But this, this thing is the NBA. Like this is nobody's in the dunk contest because they're all worried about their image and looking bad, and they didn't want to put this draft on television because they didn't want the image and looking bad and making putting these players in a tough spot. You know what? The hockey did it. They got over it. They had fun with it. They deal with it. this is annoying. Yeah. No. I. I, I, I agree. I think the NBA, who does television so well, especially with the product they give you throughout the playoffs, obviously the job, the guys at Turner do an excellent job with their with their studio with their studio shows. Um, so it's interesting to see the NBA drop the ball like this because they don't want Kevin Love or Al Horford feelings to be hurt. Both of these gentlemen make well over twenty million dollars, so um, not too much feelings going to get hurt. Jake, when it comes to drafting first baseman, I've always been told you want to get your power first baseman early. And then kind of put the team together around that guy. What is your strategy when it comes to drafting first base? Are you BPA? Or are you going to do a little position scarcity? Try to make sure you lock up that first baseman early. No, best best position available. But I don't want to get caught in a run either because I've been caught in a run for the past two years at first base. Fortunately, 
First base has a little bit more depth than it has been, especially if you look at some of the multi-position eligibility that you can put there. But I, I, I don't want to get caught in the run. That's all I care about. I'm not looking that I need to get power. Like one of the things yesterday, Paul Spore tweeted it. I completely agree with him. And I've been saying this for a couple of years as well. Is stop with this nonsense. It's like you have to get a certain stat at a certain position. Like people out there like, oh, you've got to get 30 home runs at your first base spot. No, you don't. No, you don't. If the rest of your team is built a certain way, you don't have to get a stat at a position. You have to build your team properly. I'll piggyback off of that theory. I think it's archaic to have that outlook that it has to be your first baseman or your your corner guy. I I, I don't. But those get are the it. power it's, players, right? It, it depends, though. Right? You can, especially now with the abundance of power, which obviously, if there's a lot of it, you need more of it for your own team. Okay, but the thing is, you have, it's how you build your team. You if you just take names off and you're adding numbers in, you need to get to those final numbers. However, you uh, arrive at that. Is fine. I'm. I'm not going to, to reach on a player or a position uh, at, at a certain position just because I have to have that. Okay. So and then, just real quick, like mm-hmm. in the first or second round, say that you know top twenty, you're going to see like uh, Goldschmidt's going to go early, but like Votto and Freeman are going to be probably top twenty players or just right around that area, and Anthony Rizzo is still available there. I can get Jose Abreu in like the middle of the third round, middle to late third round. I'm totally fine with that. All right, but say you say, let me ask you this, Matt. Say, are you willing to drop band down at the first base position and maybe look at a guy like a Miguel Cabrera or a Daniel Murphy? Do you want one of them to be your starters? I'll take a shot on uh, on Miggy, and on, I have to have the right team though too, because I am worried about the back, but I think he could be one of the best profits if you know. He, I'm not saying he's going to be 35 home run Miggy, mm-hmm. but if he's 300 Miggy with you know 18 homers and driving in a a ton of runs, but a guy I do love, one of my last tiers, the guy I wanted to get the first base would be Will Myers. All right, so let me ask you the same question, Jake. Are you willing to say drop down uh, further enough, wait on first base, drop down further enough, and you know play the roster construction game and start at you know have not a, not not as a corner, but as a first baseman, a guy like Miggy or Daniel Murphy? I'll go further depending on how the draft okay. is going. I'll drop down to Travis Shaw or Ryan Zimmerman. You're not going to have a top 12, which is a number one, at every single position. It's impossible. You're gonna, that's, that's just how drafts work. So if you have to drop down a certain part, it's, it's what Matt and I were saying. It's roster construction. If my first baseman only is hitting 15 home runs, but he's giving me a 300 average, well, I need to know, and I probably did make it up somewhere else. You know, If you have Gio Carlos Stanton as your first pick, you can afford to lose 10 to 15 home runs at another position. Now, I'm not saying be crazy and do that everywhere you go down your draft and now give yourself a hole because this is what it comes down to is roster construction. You have to basically look at what you're building. And if you're getting a lot of guys, if like let's say every single position you drafted Altuve, and then you're going across the board and you got a 15 to 20 guy at shortstop and you've got a 20, 25 guy at third base, like maybe you picked up a stock because don't think he's going to hit 30 home runs again. And you go around and you come back to first base, like I said, and you've got 20 at first base. It's not going to kill you if you've built that across your team. Uh, yeah, and just real quick, like say you built a team that's, you know, the foundations on average and, you know, you have – you have power. You have adequate power, but you, you need some power. If you want to take a gamble on like a Joey Gallo at yeah. some point, who's average, you know. He's going to bring that average down. <laughs> yeah. But I'm saying if you have that foundation, this guy, that if he gets the at-bats, he's going to hit 40 home runs. All right. So top three, according to Fantasy Pros right now, Fantasy Pros consensus rank is at first base, Matt. Top three right now, Paul Goldsmith, Joey Votto, Freddie Freeman. You have no qualms with that. No, that would be my top three right there as right. well. Jake, that's your top three also? 
Yeah, so definitely. Pretty, pretty, pretty solid foundation right there. Top three first baseman going off the board. Matt, you can get Freddie Freeman on that two, on that one two turn. Or is Freddie Freeman a little bit deeper into the second round, or do, or is he a back of the first guy? Uh, at that one two turn, right? The way I've been seeing it in the NFBC, you get like in one league, I was able to get like Correa and Bryant. So I'm going to go that route. I'll, I'll take a, a Manny Machado. I'll probably get Votto there. I'm going to, I'm going to go Votto over Freeman. I, I love Freeman. If I, if I really wanted that first baseman yeah. and say Votto was gone, I could do that. But I, I don't see myself doing that. If I'm picking, say, 12th and I come around that two-turn and Freeman's there, he's definitely one of the guys. Now, is that 12th and a 15 or 12th and a 12th? That was in a 15. Okay. In, in the 12, if I get Freeman in the middle of the second round, I'm, a, I'm very happy All about right, that. So there you go, right? So that's the value. Especially right with that park. You got to understand something. He got hurt last year. He was on a tremendous pace. That park plays so well for left-handed power. All right, there you go right there. Jake, the next three, Anthony Rizzo, Cody Bellinger, and Jose Abreu. Rizzo right now, uh, Fantasy Pros consensus, fourth, first, fourth, number four ranked, Four, number four ranked first baseman, uh, Cody Bellinger, fifth, Jose Abreu, sixth. They are four, five, and six. Jake, so far, does that – I know you haven't done your rankings yet, but so far, does that sound about right? It does. I'd, I'd actually go Abreu over Bellinger. I know a lot of people are very high on Bellinger. I understand why. I'm not quite – not, not sipping all the Kool-Aid with Bellinger. And the fact is, is Jose Abreu is continually disrespectful. Nobody just pays attention to it. I understand mm-hmm. why. The team's miserable. He is the most consistent first baseman for the past four years, and it's just you pencil – put him down. He's going to hit 30 home runs. He's going to drive in 100. He's going to hit for his average. He's going to do what he does every single year. Jose Abreu is quite possibly maybe the best value if you want to look at it that way. Uh, What's his ADP right now? His ADP uh, in the NFBC is 44th overall. All right, 44th overall. That does sound like a good value right there. Matt, Cody Bellinger at five over, Hobre- over Ho- excuse me, over Jose Abreu at six. I don't know. I haven't really jumped into it yet. Cody Bellinger comes onto the scene last season. Jose Abreu, you've been doing it for a while now. I feel like Jose Abreu should probably be five. Uh, yeah, I could, I could, I could sign off on that. The thing with Bellinger is, if you, if you're of the belief he's going to steal like a dozen bases, that's really something that's going to. The, the power is going to beat it for Bellinger. I'm not worried about right. that. I'm a little concerned about the average. It's going to all come down to the adjustments he makes in that sophomore season. You're going to see that a lot with, with players. Were you willing to bank on a sophomore with such a high draft pick, though? I mean, we look at because we'll see on that two three turn, right? Yeah, I mean, it's it's a question. I haven't taken him in any drafts this year, and I pretty much drafted him in all of my draft champions last year, like that thirty first pick. So you're really asking a lot to pay it there. I think at the end of the season, though, I think you could see like a two sixty average with possibly you know high thirties, forty homers. But if you get to dozen stolen bases, that does help. So that's stolen base. That's the, that's the kicker because I mean, honestly, otherwise he's. Yeah, I, I could actually see Edwin Arcanacion out producing him, especially now that he's in Texas. Oh, Ed E. We'll get into Ed E. because he got his. We got his ranking coming up in a little bit. <clears throat> Let you know where he's going at first base. So, I just worry about going back to that second year play, and especially in, in a game like baseball, where so much is about, you know. Yeah, I agree. I, look, I have a hard time on guys that I hit with later on in drafts, and then <clears throat> having to pay up them, having to pay up for them. That exactly, he's a tremendous shoot up the board right there. So that would worry me a little bit, especially when you got guys more consistent. That I would, I would take Rizzo just because I know what I'm going to get there, and I don't have to worry about it. Okay, but <clears throat> if it wasn't for those twelve steals, where would Bellinger be? 
Well, if you don't have the 12 steals, he's, he's obviously going to slide down a lot further. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's good because you can get guys. Does that, does that like, uh, Reese Hoskins, I'm going to assume, I'm more concerned about the batting average with Hoskins. I, mean, I think he about, can hit those when guys were going, when, guys, when, when we was getting ready, when we were talking Bellinger last year, but people were saying, oh, you know he can give you these double-digit steals? Was that a part of his game coming in? No, I mean, but he's young. He's young. It's just the whole thing was we didn't know what time he was coming up. That's right. the thing. Cool. Off and running, fantasy frenzy. Got some first baseman rankings already discussed. Some of the guys at the top of the board. When we come back, we're going to slide down a little bit. The guys like Rice Hoskins, Rice Hos- Ed E, and Chris Bryan. It's the frenzy on FNTSY Radio. If you're playing daily fantasy basketball on DraftKings or FanDuel this NBA season, you need to sign up for Daily Roto. Built by a team featuring millionaire maker winners and live final champions, Daily Roto's customizable projections, podcasts, strategy guides, and lineup optimizer will help you compete with the pros in a fraction of the time. Better yet, you can save 10% off using the promo code FNTSY. So go to dailyroto.com backslash premium to learn more about their product. Talk with us. Telephone lines open 844 843 6879. The frenzy on FNTSY radio. Tip TI Thursday. Um, right quick before we get back to the baseball, got some NFL talk coming up in the next hour. But, um, Mel Kite, uh, what, what that's Florio stops the music so abruptly. Only Florio does that. Only Florio does that. He does it on purpose now. He knows it annoys me. He does it on purpose. Florio's going to be leaving the Best Friends Forever team and uh, the GST and joining the Matt Modica team. <laughs> he faded it. I didn't hear a tail. I just went off. Did you hear what I said, Florio? Florio, no, you're, you're, being, you're being recruited to join the uh, Matt Modica team for the GST league. Greg says absolutely not. I'm a BFF for life. <laughs> Come on, Floyd. You, you, you know as soon as you you know as soon as you win that uh, NFL uh, Writer of the Year, you know that that solo album's dropping. Don't let him fool you. Matt just wants somebody to blame when it goes wrong. <laughs> Blue and bougie. No, Matt's getting off the plane seven thirty in the morning that Sunday, and then the drafts at ten a.m. Oh, coming back from Vegas. Coming NFC back from Vegas. Vegas. All right. So. Intrigue. I put a yo. I said what's up to everybody in the YouTube chat. Not a single person said what's up back. I guess the the, the, the goon squad is that comfortable with me now that <laughs> they don't have to speak. The, they the goon squad is too cute to speak this morning. So good. I remember that. All right. Listen to this, y'all. So eight years ago, Mel Kiper said if Jimmy Clausen was not a successful NFL quarterback, that he would quit. That he would retire. Jimmy Clausen. It's not a successful NFL quarterback. <laughs> Mel Kiper said in eight years, if Jimmy Clausen is not a successful ML, NFL quarterback, I will quit. I will retire. Mel Kiper, this is Mel Kiper's last draft. He <laughs> <laughs> should shave his head. <laughs> Jake, what the, what, Jake, we got to hold Mel Kiper to this, right, Jake? No, we can try. You know, it's not going to work. <laughs> they, do, they do it all the time. Look, the fact is, is... You know, they're, they're on TV and they do what they do with their draft. And it's great because nobody knows as many players outside of Norris. And I'm talking about Josh Norris from Roto World originally and everything that he's doing. But like him, Al Kuyper, Todd McShay, and they can know like hundreds of players at the same time. It's not the fact that Mel Kuyper is any better than all the guys we know. And it's evident. And go out there and make them bold claims. At least, they, you know, at least sack up to it. Yeah. 
You do have to go. You do have to. You do have to mention it, Mel. <laughs> Jimmy Clausen. Like I never. Hey, I never said I was going to quit my job if, if C.J. Anderson wasn't worth a first round pick. <laughs> yes, the, you. You know what? But you went I out there. I just lost all my leagues that year. Yes, <laughs> but you went out there. But you went out there. So yeah. that's what's up. You went out there and you put and you put that mojo out there. It didn't work, <laughs> but you but you, you you accepted it and you and you and you manned up to it. Did you see Florio got a shout out in the chat? They gave Florio a shout out. Nobody said what's up Shout to out to yet? Florio, the best producer of musical stoppages. <laughs> <laughs> and nobody, they still ain't speak to me. All right, so cool. 844-843-6879. Now you can't talk to me in the chat. You got to call the telephone if you want to say what's up. Corey, just go eat a peanut butter sandwich at lunch and then breathe in his face. <laughs> Maybe that's it. I'm going home. I'm not fooling with these people around here today. Um, we got past Jose Abreu, correct? Matt, you're, you're, you're the high guy on Jose Abreu. I, I, I've noticed that. Oh, I mean, what's there not to like? I, I do think he's getting traded. The consistency. I, I do think he's going to get traded. He's going to get traded this year? I mean, I don't know why Boston wouldn't want him. I think he's perfect. And he could transition into that guy that could be the DH like uh, David Ortiz was. I don't see the skills are slipping here. I know some people aren't going to like him because they're going to say that team is trash, which is one of the worst teams. They have young talent. But as like major league ready, it's it's kind of piss poor. But in the right, if you're hitting in the right spot in the lineup, you're going to produce runs. He's done that. Maybe the one category he'll lag is in runs scored, because I think last season he might have had a career high in that category. So I could see that falling back. But everything else, I mean, 300. He's the only guy in the last four years to have a 300 average and 30 home runs, uh, multiple times. At that position or in the Major League Baseball period? Major League Baseball period. Good job, Jose Abreu. All right, so, so one, two, three is Goldsmith, Votto, and Freeman. Um, the, the, it, uh, you, just refresh, Jake, on the YouTube page. One, two, three is Goldsmith, <laughs> Votto, and Freeman. Four, five, six, Rizzo, Bellinger, and Jose Abreu. And seven, eight, eight and nine up next are Ed E, that's Edwin Encarnacion, Chris Bryant and Will Myers, Jake seven eight and nine, Eddie Bryant and Myers. You think that's about right? Except for the fact that Chris Bryant's not first base eligible. Oh, and Fancy Pros got him as first. Yeah, base. Fancy yeah. Pros does like you can play like a half of an inning there, and Fancy mm-hmm. Pros is like, oh, oh you're first okay. base eligible. So you got it's just Chris. Chris Bryant's not there. Chris Bryant's not. So Eddie, Will Myers, and Rice Hoskins is the next three. Reese Hoskins. Reese Hoskins. Hoskins. I'm, I'm going to get that right before the season's over. <laughs> just take it to peanut butter cups. <laughs> I'm going to get it right before the season's over. Reese Hoskins. I'm okay. I'm okay with the order. I'm okay with Reese Hoskins. Reese Hoskins is one of those ones where he's going to be as position pretty much ranked okay, but when it comes to drafts, it's going to go too high. Uh, if you want the power, you have to understand you're probably getting a 240, 250, or 240 to 250 average with him, and that's the problem. Is he's going to hurt you there. I, I think that you, a lot of people are going to get caught up in what he did at the end of the season and not realize how bad he fell back in September. I think he's somewhere between August and September, which puts him at probably around 35, 40 home runs. And I wouldn't be surprised if he tops 40, but you understand it's going to come with a poor average and how many RBIs opportunities he's going to have in that lineup. See, I'm kind of with Jake here. And the reason I, I, if I can, the next round, I'd rather get Will Myers and get 30 homers and possibly 20 stolen bases. I'll tell you, Matt, you know what I'd rather do? And I'm I'm pretty sure you'd agree. I'd rather ignore Reese, keep waiting, keep waiting, keep waiting. And not as my starting first baseman, but as maybe as my corner first, you know, obviously corner first, third base is just wait and get Matt Olson. 
You know, I mean, Olsen, my fear, Matt Olsen. My fear with Olsen is it's going to come with like a 215 batting oh, average. Oakland, playing Oakland. That's my fear. But what he was able See, to I do. Think, I think he can match Reese in average. Uh, I don't think he has the same plate discipline. But I think the That's power, right. we saw that last year. I mean, the 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 power, everybody kind of, everybody, the people who checked out, they, they, they didn't see what Matt Olsen did that final month of the year. What did he do? He went off. He hit like twenty home runs. Uh, he was like Hoskins. Yeah, yeah. Hoskins was 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 the August sensation. He was a September sensation. But like Jake's saying, if if I want to wait and just get power, there's Justin Smoke. I still think is going to hit around thirty home runs. I think he changed. You know, we see the approach in the swing change. Uh, you got him. If you really don't care about average at that point, you can go to Joey Gallo. I mean. You're looking at a possible 220 average, but I mean, if you look at Joe Joey Gallo post All Star break, and you look at Aaron Judge post All Star break, they were pretty much the same player. Matt, let me ask you this: in the draft champions you're doing right now, are people drafting Miguel Sano? Miguel Sano? Yeah, yeah. Miguel Sano has fallen though. Earlier on, he was like, I would say, probably fourth, fifth round. Let me see where he's going. I think he kind of fell to like the eighth round or something like that. Uh, not that I'm saying I'm on a Derek Van Riper kind of thing where I won't draft him. I just, I, I, I don't see why. It, I can get power elsewhere, and if he does get suspended, I do think it's going to be a lengthy suspension. I think it's too risky because I was reading through some of these allegations and reports on what Miguel Sano did. I think it's risky to draft him, period. Mm-hmm. I think he could get the season. You know what? I mean, maybe he should. I, I, I wouldn't say he, he shouldn't. I, I don't know. I mean, MLB, do they put the hammer down and make the right choice here? We've seen with domestic violence, they haven't. No, they haven't given, yet. Cause the, the, but nobody's well, giving wait, them a hard no, time but, about no, it No, yet. but here's the one thing that the union's going to have to be in on the deal because the MLB union is supremely powerful. It's the best union And they're not just going to let them suspend this guy for a year without a challenge. It would, even if it's the right thing to do, they're going to stand up for the player. That's what they always do. The Major League Baseball Association is the best union in sports, while the NFLPA is the worst union in sports. Jake, would you touch Miguel Sano this year? It's too risky, or you want to wait till like a verdict comes out, or are you of the, the or are you like you know what the Derek Van Riper thing? Well, you know what this guy read this report. I don't want no parts of him. Period. No, like I had Jose Reyes on my team last year. Okay. It comes down to fancy. Look, I can make my stance and also understand if they're playing fancy and playing fancy, that's the value. I just It's numbers and players out there yeah. that are making the numbers. It's not like I'm invested in the person in real life. So that's where I draw the line, and I have no problem if somebody does the Derek Van Riper situation. I have no problem with it at all. When it comes to Sano, though, for this year, I kind of treat him as the same thing as Jung Ho Kong last year. I'll get him if he's in that, 20, I'd say, 20-plus round range. Like Once I start talking about people that might get cut from my team anyway, the biggest problem is I don't want to see Sano go down the Kong road, and then all of a sudden is the fact that you wait, you wait, you wait, you wait, and then he doesn't play anyway. So you wasted those two months holding him on your bench. So that's why it's got to be 20-plus rounds for me. Here, here's, uh, you said 20-plus rounds? Like, yeah, 20 or higher. Wow. Here's the, since January 1st, over 33 uh, draft champions. Yeah. Uh, Sano's average ADP right now is 96. He has uh, He's been drafted... As high as 66, as low as 138. 
Yeah. yeah, I think that ADP is going to be continuing to drop, and there's more mm-hmm. people turn to baseball, and more and more, rep- more and more news come out. Most people understand it's it's a terrible. I, I mean, if you I don't if like you it, read I don't the like thing, it. yeah, I, I don't mean, like he, it. He needs to be held accountable, and the people that he was with need yeah. to be held accountable. I don't like it. I don't like it. I don't like it when that's like a bully move right there. You you don't you don't do that. That's a bad look right there for Miguel. So no. All right, let's get back up to the top of the rankings. Talked about Miguel. Uh, so talk about that Reese Hoskins. Uh, got that pairing out there. Take Brian out. Move. Okay, bet. Now, Jake, right back on track. Next three are Miguel Cabrera, Daniel Murphy, and free agent Eric Hosmer. Yeah, sounds about right again. Yeah. Eric Hosmer is a free agent. The, the, the one thing about Hosmer, and he's, look, I, I don't like drafting him. I drafted him a couple of weeks ago, but I don't really care where he ends up. He's probably going to be that guy that's going to hit 290 to possibly over 300. How many home runs are you going to hit? He'll probably get to 18. He probably could hit 20 as well. Even though he hits those ground balls, we're seeing in this environment 20 home runs isn't that difficult to get to. And And one last thing is he's going to be situated in the lineup where he can drive in runs. Nice. There you go. A little first baseman rankings. I think we got you all the way up to like the top 13 or something like that. So we get ready to... Look ahead to pitchers and catchers. Plenty of baseball on the network going on right now. The BFFs to be talking some. You got Fan Rag with my man Al Melchior. We're going to do something on Old School, so you hear that this weekend. It's a frenzy on FNTSY. Did you know that you can listen to this show live on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network? Listen on the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app, or download the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network is the only totally free, 24-7, 365 Fantasy Sports Network of its kind without a subscription. Check out YouTube Live on the Fantasy Sports Network YouTube page and participate in the program in there, where you can ask questions, discuss the topics with other fantasy enthusiasts, or tell everyone that you disagree. Call into your favorite show and ask your question. The number is 844-84-FNTSY. That's 844-843-6879. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network, your free fantasy source, 24 hours a day. Fantasy Frenzy, FNTSY Radio. I'm ready to go over some NFL news and notes right quick. First, I have to ask the all-in kid a question. Jake, who is Victoria Justice? We talked about this already. We did? Did, did, yeah. I, did I Google her? Yeah. What movie was she in? It wasn't a movie. She was a TV show. She was on the Disney stuff. It was actually called Justice, and, oh. and she's a singer. I, I don't think I saw her. She's from Hollywood, Florida. I would remember if I What's saw her. What's her name again? Justice? What? Victoria Justice, Matt. You familiar with this yeah, young lady? In my lady? opinion, she's a 10 out of 10. It's a 10. That's, that's, that, that's big coming from Jake. Yeah, that actually is. So if she's a 10 <laughs> out of 10 and she smoked, would you? Would she get no. knocked? No. <laughs> oh, she's allowed to yeah. smoke. That's how much I like, No, no, no. I, like no, I, was saying, I was saying no, but till, yeah, no, no. No, and then you changed it. So, no, she would, yeah, absolutely. You're out the door. No. Nope. Out the door. I'm looking. I'm on her Instagram page now. 
This might not be uh, legal. Let me stop. <laughs> Let me chill. I don't know. They got, new, they got new rules nowadays. I don't think you can go to people's Instagram page. Yeah, you want to watch a song that didn't age well, young girl. <laughs> I'm chilling. I'm not, I'm I joke it. about that all the time, Matt. Like, the people talk about songs nowadays and not realize how dirty some of the old songs were. Oh, the yeah, oh my goodness. Like, young girl, get out of my mind. Like, yeah. seriously? Yeah, I'm not. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> No, it really is. My love for you is way out of line. Yeah. Better run, girl. Like, why? Because yeah. you're going to snatch her? Like, wow. They, they said all of that. <laughs> yeah, no. If you listen to the I don't know why it popped in my head this morning as I was like a block away from Starbucks. No, he anxiously. doesn't say you'll snatch her, but he says you better run, girl. Yeah. You're much too young, girl. girl. Hope you don't snatch her. <laughs> Yikes. Let's change the subject. <laughs> so. Oh, shout out to Billy Ocean. Huh? Oh, Who's Billy? Billy Ocean? Caribbean Queen. Caribbean no, Queen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Caribbean Queen. That's Patrick Ewan, Billy Ocean. This is doppelganger. Like extra syllable, that word. Caribbean <laughs> <laughs> Queen. <laughs> That's like I, six syllables. Caribbean. Billy Ocean. That was a jam, though. All right, so Clawson, right? Mel Kuyper missed on Clawson. So yesterday, they was in... um. There was Mobile Senior Bowl, and I'm saying I'm in and out of sleep. And I had to have Mike Tannenbaum on, Jake. And they asked Tannen, and Tannenbaum was talking about quarterback development nowadays because Miami Dolphins could be in the market for a quarterback this year. And Tannenbaum kind of was more or less like back when ten decade ago, decade and a half ago, you came into the NFL, you played NFL pro style football. This is what we do here, son. You got to learn gotta learn how to do it this way, or else you're not going to be around here for long. Today's NFL is different, though. And Tannenbaum was saying how nowadays you're more likely to meet a young player halfway. You ran a certain type of system in college as a quarterback. You know what? We'll set that up for you here. You're used to a certain type of verbiage in college. We'll set that up for you here. Tannenbaum was saying that NFL coordinators nowadays, especially when it comes to young quarterbacks, they want them to play fast. And you can't play fast if you're worried about verbiage and huddle and stuff like that. Do you agree that we're starting to see more of a trend towards younger quarterbacks starting right from day one because OCs and head coaches are designing their scheme more to fit the college quarterback? Absolutely, because it makes sense and people are wising enough. I mean, you see that here's the biggest when you look at North Turner. And North Turner is sort of the toughest playbook of all time to probably learn. It takes you, like, most of the season. And he's already talking about the fact that there's going to be some opportunities for Cam Newton to work the way that he already plays. And he said the fact that Chudinski already being there is going to help and that. Uh, but the fact is, is, like, even he's loosening up because the fact is you have to acclimate to what the skill set is of the quarterback. It's the whole cliche square peg round hole. Like, you, just because you have somebody on the team, you know, offensive coordinators switch all the time. We've seen how many already this year switch, how many last year. You can't just go in and say, nope, you got to run what I want. It's like, I, I want you to do this. Well, guess what? If that's not the player's skill set, then you're just being an idiot for two reasons. One, because you're not getting the best out of your quarterback. And two, you're just hurting the team because of what's going to happen as a result. You go back to, like, Michael Vick. Did they try to keep Michael Vick in the pocket? No. Look at Robert Griffin. Actually, there's a better example. They tried to keep him in the pocket, and look what happened. Killed his career. He was done. In addition to the knee injuries. But still, you saw that he's just not that kind of player. Yeah, I think in today's world, you either have to evolve or die. I mean, pretty much. You can go, you can fight to the death like a Jeff Fisher. Yeah. You know, no matter how wrong you are, you keep banging your head against the wall and, you know, go with an archaic type caveman system. Or, you know, you cater the needs 
to look if you're paying these prices nowadays it's it's an immediate gratification society we're in people aren't waiting most of these quarterbacks don't have the luxury to have that full season under their uh you know sit back Jimmy Clausen didn't Sean <laughs> <laughs> Kaiser didn't either, but you know, Sean Kaiser definitely does, should have been. If we were going to draft him there, he should have been. T- you know, he wasn't the first round top five pick. He should have been given that year, or at least come on, at least arrived second half of the season towards the end. So the new general manager of the New York Giants, Dave Gettleman, he uh, was in front of some microphones yesterday, and they was talking about the second pick, and he said. So he more or less hump, you know, he more or less put praise on Eli, how Eli's professional, been doing it for a long time. He praised uh, Odell Beckham's one of the best young players in the game. Can't look, looking forward to working with him. Uh, Sherman and the gang looking forward to working with Beckham. He also said though that with the second pick, we're going to take the best player available. If you take a guy that's just a guy, especially at the quarterback position, and he fails, you set yourself back five years. Jake, I don't think the Giants are going to draft a quarterback. I still think they are. Unless they're going to get a trade out of there and they get a haul like the 49ers do. Look, he's doing the smart thing. He's, mm-hmm. he's talking it up. This is why, this is what you remember at the end of the season. This is why I kept rooting and rooting and rooting for the Giants to keep losing and not fall out of that number two spot. That number two spot is the most valuable draft spot in the draft. The, nobody ever trades up number one normally. And you know the Browns are just going to do what the Browns are going to do. That number two spot, especially if the Browns go Josh Allen, and then you have a choice of Darnold or Rosen, or heck, if people really like Baker Mayfield, that is going to be the heaviest capital of trading up for what you could do. And if they could trade back, and they could keep building all this, and together we could keep saying, we're going to take the best player available. So now you have not just the people that want the quarterbacks, you have somebody that maybe really wants Saquon Barkley or something like that. And you just create all this promotion for people wanting to trade up. And if he does it and he trades back and gets next year's first round pick, moves back to number six and gets a third rounder on top of it, good for him. And then maybe they don't take a quarterback. So, Jake, let me ask you a question. Yeah, I think Gettleman's you know, doing the right thing, saying everything that you need to say. But let me ask you, you're a giant fan with the number two pick in the draft. The Bills have the 21st, 22nd. Would, would you make that trade or has got to be more to it? It's got to be more to it. 21st, 22nd, that's a huge fall. I mean, you can look at the book and, like, all that. I don't believe in that anymore because that kind of got thrown out years ago of, like, what the values are and what you get back. To go from 2 to 21 or 22, you're basically going from, if you want to liken it to college, of potentially getting a five-star blue-chip prospect to a four-star. Still great players, but your likelihood of hitting where you are, like, hitting in the top five is just not as good. So I'd say they want more. I'd rather, instead of getting both 21 and 22, I'd rather them get 21 a second rounder and a next year's first, which might be a lot to ask. But, I mean, you see what people – look at, again, look at what the Bears gave up just to move from four to two. I think the Bills do have to make a move for a quarterback. I'm hoping this uh, this does happen. Okay. I can see that happening for the Buffalo. It's just been too long. It's just been too long. I don't know. I, whoever gets Baker Mayfield is going to walk away with a steal. According to Pro Football Focus, their, uh, their mock draft was Baker Mayfield to the Browns. I got you. I got to tell you, wow. if Baker Mayfield was two inches taller, there would be a huge conversation for him as the number one pick. Do you, do you think we still need to judge quarterbacks by their height? We've seen the success of Russell Wilson yes. and Drew Brees. Yes, yeah, but that's rare. It's just it's 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 unfortunate, but it's a fact. There's a reason that you don't see that many quarterbacks of that stature. And if you talk about Russell Wilson, he's also not exactly the same as Drew Brees. I mean, we're talking about pocket passer versus mm-hmm. somebody who can move like Wilson can. Look at how many Drew Breeses there are. There are barely any, and it's true. It's because if you're six feet tall, your average height of an offensive lineman 
It's six five six six. You got a half inch of height in front of you. You just can't see as well. It's just a fact. Yeah, I I do agree with that, but I, I I don't know. I really like this kid. I you know Corey was right last year with Deshaun Watson. That was one one. So yeah. I think he's my biggest problem with Baker Mayfield is if you look in college, he had all the time in the world behind that offensive line. We I really want to see him, whether it's this week, whether it's what they've put him through in practices or whatever. I want to see him under pressure, and I, I, I'm very concerned at six feet tall and the way his style. I like him. I'm a fan of May, of Mayfield. I'm worried that his style is not going to translate because he's given way too much clean time in college and he's just not prepared for the pressure. I don't think it's fair that they compare him. They say his antics, and they and then they say kind of a Johnny Man, Johnny Manziel. Yeah, yeah he's I, not. Listen, Johnny Manziel is, is a junkie. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Baker Mayfield talk trash. You know what I mean? Talking trash and I, being I like a junkie. That moxie. I want that moxie, exactly. Mm-hmm. Talking trash and being a junkie is two different things, man. Yeah, no, I, I totally agree with you. I want my quarterback to have that uh, you know, that chip on you know, attitude. I mean, you don't want to prick, but you want something like something kinda like that, but you know, straddling that line. Yeah. And also, like I said, I don't know if I said it yesterday, but I I think a lot of people have the inclination that Mayfield's more of a dink and dunk kind of guy, which is not correct. And I think uh, Josh, what is it, Frisco, uh, the guy that does the area, he kind of proved that out with with the A dot. Oh. What's his name? What's his name, Jay? <laughs> I'm just smoking. I don't remember. I'm just I don't remember. I thought it, I thought, I thought, it's I thought Frisco it something. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, no, nah, I just was. I, but I think everybody does have that kind of uh, thinking. He's like more of a dink and dunker kind of guy. Yeah, and then they, they, they don't they don't like the short quarterback either. I don't know. It's going to be interesting to see how it plays out. I'll definitely watch. I don't think every like I said. It, I, I agree with Jay. It's it's rare that people do, but it it can be done. And I I I don't know. I like him. I'm, I'm I'm gonna come straight out with quarterbacks. It's just always so difficult to uh, you. You do need the right system, if I had to the right pick draft, coordinators too. If I had to second pick in the draft, I'd be scared to death to draft a quarterback. I really would because I'd feel more comfortable with Sam Donald if I'm the Giants and I, he could, if Cleveland did take Mayfield and I got to know. I seen Son play one time. He was terrible. Uh, I, but I think he's got all the tools. Right. It's more about cool. that. I get to see him a little bit more as we move towards the NFL draft day. When we come back on the other side, the best touchdown celebration in 2017. Who was it? We'll break it down right here on The Frenzy. If you're playing daily fantasy basketball on DraftKings or FanDuel this NBA season, you need to sign up for Daily Roto. Built by a team featuring millionaire maker winners and live final champions, Daily Roto's customizable projections, podcasts, strategy guides, and lineup optimizer will help you compete with the pros in a fraction of the time. Better yet, you can save 10% off using the promo code FNTSY. So go to dailyroto.com backslash premium to learn more about their product. I have never once participated the electric slide it's not my thing not an electric slide guy i don't get into line dances what about the stick what's the when you gotta go under the thing oh the uh the mock well that's not the macarena yeah, that's it? not the macarena uh, when you go on limbo yeah the limbo yeah. not a limbo guy I, i'm not i'm not a group dance guy ventra are you standing standing in front of me ventra we're not on. I understand that. Oh, no, I know we're not on, but I still, you know. <laughs> standing in front of me, son. I'm, I'm, in, my, I'm in my zone, Ventra. <clears throat> not a line dance guy. 
cha-cha slide, mock rainer, whatever. None of it. Oh. With the achy, breaky, heartbreak. None of it. Well, Go to the slide to the left. No. Uh, to the right. None of it. Not my thing. But 151 NFL players voted on this year's best touchdown celebrations. And the number five vote getter with 9% of the votes was the Philadelphia Eagles electric slide. Yeah, for the top five in general. All right. Next, number four. I'm not, I'm a, I, thought, I thought that was the best one. Number four was the Kansas City Chiefs potato sack race. Getting twelve percent of the vote. Yeah, it was cute. But, I'm not a. This, the electric slide should have been ahead of this. You were in a potato pack. Uh, potato, potato pack. <laughs> number potato three. Number three was the Philadelphia. I mean, excuse me, the Pittsburgh Steelers, not the Philadelphia Eagles. The Pittsburgh Steelers hide and seek. Didn't that one get called back though? With thirteen percent of the vote. Don't tell me the touchdown was called back. I knew it was. That was crazy. Would have would have been. Uh, okay, I missed one. <laughs> oh, okay, number number two was the Steelers. I'm sorry, and number one, getting 23 percent of the vote was the Minnesota Vikings with Duck Duck Goose. I think the Vikings had the best choreographed thing, yeah. like team because they, they they had a couple of good ones. They had the Duck Duck Goose. They had something else. That's too. when they was jumping over to... each other. Yeah. So that was it right there, Jake. What do you think? I, 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 th- I thought the Eagles' electric slide was 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 uh, very good, and I think the Pittsburgh Steelers are uh, hide and seek. Maybe that should have been a tie. What do you think, Jake? Nah, I'm a, I'm good with the electric slide. I prefer if you're going to do a group thing. I prefer like a dance one, and all the 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 duck duck goose and the potato set, like those were all too much for me. Like I, I prefer like if you're going to do it and that planned ahead. Do like T.O. is standing the star. Put the Joe Horn. Put the cell phone inside there. Pull the sharpie out of your sock and sign the football. Or like that's that's the plan stuff I want. I don't want these planned games. They're like I I just I didn't enjoy them that much. I like the group dance type stuff. I don't like the group games. I'm not big on the group. I'm more for the individual. Individual. I, I remember like back in the day with like the Smurfs out in Denver. I really oh, okay. used to be very. Oh, the, uh, you mean the three amigos? T.O. was the best, though. Like him and actually him and Chad Johnson were the best. Chad Johnson with the jacket, T.O. with the pom poms and the popcorn and the, like all, all that stuff was the best. Yeah, I mean, some of it. I don't know. I, I did the the thing with the star. No offense, Corey, but that was like the greatest one ever. Well, he got hit by uh, Darren Woodson <laughs> after that. Oh too. no, he deserved to get hit for it. I mean, um, that that was obvious, but th- th- that was a ballsy move. Every day, this phone number right here calls me and hangs up. I'm gonna find out who you are one of these days. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I could answer this joint right now. I really wish I could. <laughs> That's probably what, no. I want to know who this is playing on my telephone. Take right your uh, take your caller ID off and call it back. Yeah, I should do that. You don't even have to call it back. Go online. There's reverse phone lookups all everywhere. Figure out who this is. So today, uh, it's the rumor that today at 3 p.m. Eastern time that Vince McMahon will announce the. Return of the, X- of the XFL. Oh, Jesus. And that reminds me of this. Blake Bortles has never lost, thrown an incomplete pass, all been picked off Did you, in the XFL. Shout oh, out to Blake Bortles. Ta- yeah, we didn't talk about it on Roto Experts. Damn it. Did you say they had, like, Bortles coin? Like, instead of Bitcoin, it was Bortles coin. <laughs> and they had chances of coming back. I thought that was so Yeah, there's rumors and reports that um, Allen Robinson's going to be franchise tag. So, yep. get into a little yeah. bit more NFL. He should. If they don't get cousins, bring back Bortles. I'm there, telling you. There you go right there. All right. Fancy Frenzy over. Don't forget, BFF's coming up next, 4 p.m. Eastern time. It is on Target. Me and Matt. This is for us on the weekend with Old School Fantasy. We have...